Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I'm sick without a sense of feeling, and this is Well, this is Nickelback. That can only mean Shane Doan is here. They're from Hannah, Alberta. We're in the presence of the legend. Yeah, Jody. Let's see, Shane Doan is here. I'm trying to think, like, what other guests have clear walk-up music? I know Kyle Vandenbosch has Metallica because he requested it. The owner did not request Nickelback, but he gets Nickelback. No, Vandenbosch is going to tackle you when you come in the studio, right? Pretty much. Intense. Yes, yes. Shane Doan is here. Donor, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Thanks for having me on. I was excited. I was listening to you guys driving around. Jody, you're doing a great job, as usual, oh, obviously. So that's, that's pretty cool. What about me? Am I doing a great job? You always do oh, a good okay. job. He's here every day. So. <laughs> we were at PCH the other day, and he was there doing some stuff, which was incredible. What they And PCH, what they do is unbelievable. Yeah. And last week, everything, they give us something those. But I was listening to like the program director and a whole bunch of other people just rave and rave about Luke the whole time. So That's good. Should. Brian was talking about it. And yeah. no, I was like, right. oh, I'm tired of hearing about Luke. Yeah, I know. I would be. We, Aaron talks point. about him, so I don't. We don't need to say. Anything we knew about a long time stuff. ago. You know, back <laughs> we in the did. day, we did, back didn't in the day we? With the Coyotes. Yeah. Yes. So we're glad he's in big time now. Yeah. Well, this well. is uh, this is great, and I really wish this segment could just go on for the next two hours. <laughs> but we've got so we've got Shane Doan here to talk about the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals for the next two seconds. Segments. And, and this is like right people that don't know Shane Doan. I feel like everybody does know Shane Doan, but anybody who doesn't, this is right in your wheelhouse, man. Uh, you get to come in here and talk baseball for the next yeah. ten minutes. My son is Josh is the biggest D backs fan, and it is so fun. He's went to I think he's went to four or five games. Him and Maddie Nyes went to a couple games together. Casey Wilcox over there does. He's so amazing. He takes care of yeah, everyone. He's he's, great. he's unbelievable, and the D backs take such good care of me. So yeah, we've become like the biggest fans ever and it's uh, it's such a fun season uh, my Tori, son's really into it this year too and i feel like he always was but everybody's more excited now because of what they've been doing i i played in a like the shadow mountain had a like golf tournament for the super bowl and i got to meet zach Allen. oh my goodness that guy is the nicest best <laughs> yeah, human he, he really so, is and he's so like Detail oriented, and I and Tori and I have got to be friends. I'm dropping all kinds of names because I'm trying to brag here. Right now. <laughs> I'm still going back to Josh Stone and Maddie Nye as like two of the top know, prospects right? in hockey. Like, he just threw that out there. And he and yeah. Tori are buddies. Tori, Tori and I were hanging out. This is a great one. Tori and I were hanging out at Kurt Warner's place when he hosted. He was doing this special night for their charity, Treasure House, for Treasure House, yeah. and they Pretty had faster. Blake Shelton and. Gwen Stefani and Kane Brown all at their place, and they did a private concert. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. It I was mean, so fun. Name, I mean, you just dropped like eight names. Uh, you have more there. names than actual words in that <laughs> sentence. Was that, I couldn't. I was so oh, excited man. to tell that story because Tori came over and was talking to me, and I am because I do. I love baseball, and it's and my team's got, my team's struggling this year. My fantasy team, so I have to talk about keep the fighting. Keep yeah. fighting. I know. I'm, the I'm in the. I'm fantasy. right in the hunt. I'm right oh, in the you got to stay in the hunt. You got to make yeah. those moves every day. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. got you. Still got like five or six weeks to to pull it off in fantasy baseball. Yeah. Well, that well, sounds like a fun night. Yeah, it was. It was unbelievable. Private it, concert. It was crazy. It was so. <laughs> it was a lot of people, and they raised so much money for Treasure House, which is an unbelievable charity. They yeah. do a great job. That, that so. is true, actually. Um, 
the game last night, Donor, the uh, the comeback courtesy of Cattell Marte in the ninth, courtesy of Tommy Pham in the 11th, courtesy of, I don't know how many different pitchers pitched in that game, Jody, just to keep them in the game against the Texas Rangers. We were talking earlier, we actually had Todd Walsh on too, so it's just a full Coyotes reunion here, but yeah. the... Um, Sometimes baseball doesn't totally make sense. And on paper, this team maybe shouldn't make the playoffs, but they have that <laughs> magic thing going on that they kind of feel like they're going to make the playoffs just because of that. Yeah, and a game like last night where it's so many people involved, there's so many people that it matters what you did in that game. Like there's, I think there's five, six different pitchers. Yeah. Um, and there's yeah. big moments where the infield made a couple of huge double plays, a couple of catches in the outfield. The defense was great. It was just so fun to watch that whole game. And then obviously to win it the way they did. And, and Texas got a great team. Like Texas has a team right now. And with Chapman coming in, you're kind of thinking, hey, you know, he, he hasn't been as good for them, but he's still Chapman. So, yeah, uh, it was still really the, hard to hit 101, yeah. 102. Yeah, that is. I don't <laughs> care what it's going on. So that was a fun game to watch. And I agree. And what they the way they've responded from when they, I think they lost nine in a row. And now they're what, eight yes. of the last 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, and they're could host the three. And I think <laughs> I think that that shows such huge character. And growth in the kit in their team that it's like they had so much confidence and swagger going on when everything was going well. And I I always joke and laugh like you really know, don't know what type of team you have to get punched in the mouth. And then when you do, how do you respond? And you lose nine in a row, and everyone kind of casts casts you aside. Yeah. Now you respond by doing this. It's like no, 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 no. We're good. We we have a belief in this room that's real and deep. It's not fake, and it's. I think I agree. I think they got a chance to carry them a long ways. Well, it's interesting because you mentioned Tory, and I know he doesn't want to take credit for anything, but it was that Friday night before the 25th anniversary. It was August 11th because the celebration was on the 12th when he said he had had enough and he ripped into the team. And by all accounts from the players, it was pretty rough. He, No one was immune. He, he was ripping into the guys that... He has been sick of the mediocrity, and yes, Zach Gallon was starting the next day, which is always like the joke. Is Good like timing. your ace is going, but I, I mean, I think if anything, and you know, I mean, you could, you maybe you can even give me an example of something similar in your career, but I don't know exactly what he said, but I mean, if anything, it showed how much he cared, how much he wanted all of them to care about each other again like it was earlier. And it's a long season. And I just think it was a reset. It was like, wake up. You have this in front of you. you and you're going to squander it. You've lost nine in a row. You, every day, you're losing ground. And, and so, I mean, that, I mean, since then, we've seen a lot more attention to detail. When you have six pitchers and you, you have the first, when you have guys pitch the way they did last night, that is incredible attention to detail. And I think it's like, it just made everyone dial in, wire in, in late August, which is hard to do and, and kind of reset. Like, here we go. I, I agree. And, and it's the collateral that, that, that he's built up, that Tory's built up over the entire year. Like, for him to yell and do what you said, because I, I read and listened and, and heard all the talk about it, that's not in his character. No, that, not that's all. not in his character to do. But he cashed in on all of the collateral that he's built up in that group and in that clubhouse to be like, okay, enough's enough. You know I care about you. You know that I want what's best for you, but I'm not going to sit back and wait. And that's that, that's that ability to read a room 
that is so unique to good managers and to people that understand sports, where if you just go to the whip and go to the whip and go to the whip and go to the whip, it's, I mean, I just came from the barn. Your horses will get, you'll get numb to it. They get numb to it. So you can't. It, it's, and sometimes it's just the best line in Seabiscuit. I mean, you guys love, I love Seabiscuit. The best line in Seabiscuit is when Red tells him, you, you don't have to use a whip. You just have to show it to him. And when he sees it, he has a whole nother gear. And it was like, it's like that. Like, Tori didn't have to do anything. He just had to kind of show it to them. And they're like, oh my goodness. Yeah, we got another gear and they're gone. And yeah. that's, yeah. hey. And that obviously is a testament to the type of drafting and the type of way that Derek Hall and Mike have done with building the group. You have talent. Like, you can't do it. And if you don't have talent, I don't care how good your manager is. But when you have the talent and you do that, oh, man, then you hopefully catch lightning in the bottle and do some special stuff. That's why Tori Lovello gets to go to the private concerts. I know. Work in the middle of the day. Uh, It's because you weren't in the meeting. I mean, you know, he's in the back of the room. Oh, yeah, we're going to a concert later. Uh, All right, we come back. We'll flip over to Cardinals. Donor's going to stick around, though. How do you find leadership while you're building a culture? He's probably a pretty good guy to talk to about this. Next, it's Wolf and Luke. Jody Jackson's in for Wolf and Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back to the show. It's Wolf and Luke, but it's a little bit different today because Jody Jackson is in for Wolf. Wolf's flying to Minnesota. He'll be back on the air tomorrow for Minnesota. And then Shane Doan is here to talk Cardinals now. (laughs) Yes. And look, we'll let you go any direction you want with this, but we were thinking before the show, like, Doner's going to be in here. He's going to talk Cardinals. Man, there might not be many better people to talk to about just the value of as you're building a culture, trying to, you know, identify who your leaders are. Like, I mean, it's different, I know, in football than hockey because it's 53 guys as opposed to 21, 22 or whatever. But if you're rebuilding a team, you got to have a couple priorities you're looking for at the very beginning, don't you? Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I think obviously, I I think. Football IQ. You have to have an IQ. I know it sounds like that's, you know, well, yeah, obviously you have to, but you do, like there's levels to it and you have to understand it. You have to understand the game and an unselfishness. I think those, and then work ethic. Those three things are the fundamentals of everything that you do. And if you have that, then you can create, I mean, talent is, you have to have talent. Like that's a given. But when you're starting, I think your foundation, you almost have to, the talent is going to be younger and undeveloped and so you still have to have make sure that the people that are around that group have the ability to understand that it isn't about them and that you have to understand the way that you're going to play it can't be just rely on emotion and instinct I mean, that's the thing, Monty Austinfort, when he was hired as GM, exactly what you said, everything was team team, team, and it wasn't going to be about one guy no matter who the guy is, and that's and I think that was set right from the beginning, which is which is really cool. The other thing I'd like to ask you, Shane, is just a lot of people don't have very high expectations for this season now. Whether it's because Kyler's going to miss the first month or, or month and a half or whatever it is, or just the amount of guys, you know, DeAndre Hopkins being gone, the amount of young players, but 
we all know that there's a chance they could surprise people. So what is your thought going into the season for the average <laughs> fan out there? Like, I think, like, what does Shane Doan think about the Cardinals this year? It really comes down to the buy-in of the group. And I don't care who, where you are kind of projected to finish as a player when you go into the year you're like i know we're supposed to finish last or whatever <laughs> it is that they've picked i've been on teams when that was that was the projection and like but i think we can win it and it's like what no you, you don't really no i do because i think that every player that has gotten to the point where they're in the nfl has been on winning teams or been the best player on their team and when they play their best their teams win and they still believe it. And I think you have to have that belief as a player. There has to be an understanding on the coaches and the management side that, well, we have to, we have to push them as hard as we can, but we have to recognize that there's going to be growing pains. I think they have a chance to be pretty good. I think that there's going to be, it's, it might be a little bit of a tough start. I think they'll start to figure out who they are and their identity, what it's going to be, because you have to have an identity as a team to kind of have any real success. Once they find their identity, I think there's always that kind of a little bit of a peak where you're like, oh, we've got to figure it out. And then you collapse because you're not quite as good as you as everybody else in, you know, in the overall whatever uh, of the league. And then it's going to be probably a little bit of a tough finish. So I th- it's going to be a tough start. Wouldn't be okay in the middle, and probably a tough finish. That would be my guess. But well, see if that if that exactly happens, you're going to have to come back on the show. <laughs> oh, I trust me, I'll be back on yeah. the show then. <laughs> uh, we got Shane Doan obviously here in uh, in studio. Donor, when we were out there for OTAs and we were out there for mandatory mini camp, and now even through uh, training camp, there's so many new faces. You got a whole new coaching staff. You got a new front office and everything too. But. I was blown away by how many players unprompted would bring up accountability and how much they liked the accountability. And I remember Zayvon Collins saying they got Jonathan Gannon got on me because I was eating eggs in a meeting. He's like, you're not eating in here. Uh, my Jay Sanders one point was like, he got on me because I wasn't wearing team issued clothing in a meeting. And it's these things that like you would think on the surface, is that going to win you a Super Bowl? Probably not. But the attention to detail and the accountability that wasn't there in years past. I was impressed by how many players want that, and you would think it would almost be the opposite. Uh, yeah, there's an. I think there's an element that that is. It's what is it? What you what you tolerate, you authorize to exist, and so I think that they constantly are trying to reestablish what they think is a priority, and uh, and I agree. There isn't necessarily. You don't necessarily need that. Probably in the fifth or sixth or seventh year of your of your plan. But maybe in year one, you're over, you over exaggerate on certain things to really kind of show what your expectations are. And I think that's, that's a way. I mean, it seems that every single time you have a, a change in, in, in management and coaching and stuff, you, you always notice and see that. And that's why there's a bump a lot when you do have that. You have that little initial bump and then it's okay. But is this going to be maintained? Is this going to be able to, is this, is the human nature side and the human element side of it compatible enough that it's going to be able to be contained to continue on and to grow into what organically needs to be good. But that'll be the, that'll kind of be the test. And hopefully it is. Cause I, again, I'm, a, I'm an Arizona fan. Like I love the Cardinals and the D backs and the Suns. It's, it's those, those are the teams I cheer for. And I can't wait. I, I'm excited to see what Kyler, I got to meet him this year at, uh, at, 
dropped another name for you. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> um, I got name to <laughs> She's numb to it now. <laughs> uh, he was at one of the Coyotes games at the end of the year, and I got to meet a few of those guys, and yeah. it was it was really cool. I, uh, I I gotta admit, I was really impressed with him, and I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some. Guys that can make huge plays, like a Buda Baker on defense, oh, yeah. uh, James Conner, Hollywood Brown on offense. The one, and we were kind of talking in the break, Isaiah Simmons is a guy. <laughs> He's my has, guy. I love him. I love him. What do you, what do you think? What are they going to do with him? I Safety? don't know. Is that the spot? I just think he's a freak, and you, you just don't get rid of freaks, and you got to use freaks because they're they're special and because they're freaks. Yeah, yeah. And, and what he's done in the last two years, we were laughing like we're going through all the plays that are three years. Yeah, every if you could list the top ten plays that are made to win games in the last three years, he's in like you said, like probably half of I them. Half of them, yeah. It's like oh, though he had the interception. Oh, he had the big he had the big hit. Oh, he forced a fumble. Oh, he, he made the play on the goal. Like it's like wow. And I understand it's that's easy. That's a, that's the total fan. That's like a total fan. I just it's cheer. Great. That's all I want is I cheer for you. Find I mean, a guy. I think they're trying to learn more about him. I mean, you know, and again, the game the other day wasn't good, you know, but no. there's still a lot there. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see. It, it makes me feel better because it's been a running bit on this show that if he ends <laughs> up going somewhere else, I'm going to be like inconsolable. But now I know Shane Doan's going to be even worse off than I oh. am. So it's okay. Have you, like the guy is just. I remember his draft, and he was drawing. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going yes. to get him. They're going to get him. They're they're serious. Yeah. They're going to get him. Yes. They're going to get. They got him. I was so. I'm like, yes, this is our guy. So. Isaiah Simmons, <laughs> linebacker, Clemson. This hybrid talent combines his versatility with his rare length, speed, and athleticism, and could be a game changer at three different positions at the next level. He's played almost everywhere on the defensive side of the field, but mostly slot corner, safety, and linebacker. Simmons is comfortable playing in either zone or man coverages, which allows defensive coordinators to use exotic blitzes and coverages. He doesn't have the best instincts near the line and can be misdirected at times, but his unique potential and playmaking range cannot be undersold. NFL comp, Colts linebacker, Darius Leonard. It's all kind of been true. There we go. <laughs> well done, Aaron. Very versatile. But where does he belong? Right? Yeah, no, it's funny you say that about the draft because that's one of the few times I can remember that and Buda Baker where yeah. it's like, hey, this guy's still going to be here. They're actually going to get him. And I forget, it was a couple quarterbacks went in that draft. Yeah. It was like because yeah. I think Tua and Herbert went because they both went, Simmons dropped. Simmons dropped. Yeah. And I, it was one of those. Yeah. And, and know what it is, is that <laughs> if you're playing any sport, and you have 15 guys, you're like, you're taking him probably first. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. What are we playing? I'm not sure, but I'm probably going to take him. <laughs> like, Donner makes it sound so simple. Like, uh, he's kind of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you have a better chance of winning with him on your team. We'll figure out something for you to do. I don't know what you're going to do, but we're going to put you on the team. I, I love the guy. I mean, and they just need Dabo to come in and talk to him for a little bit. I love Dabo. So. Well, you could probably make yeah. that happen. Don't you know yeah, somebody I mean, who knows Dabo? If, if he could skate, I bet you he could hit some people. I bet you he could. Yeah. I'd put him, in, you'd put him in front of the net on the power play. And, It'd be sick. Perfect. Power forward right yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. Simmons. I agree. Donor, great stuff as always, man. Thank you for stopping great by. To see oh, you. thank you guys. This has been great. Appreciate that's, it. That's uh, Coyotes legend, captain. Maybe what we... else do you want to be called? Before? Yeah, I know. Name dropper. You could always call us when these parties come up. Just there like, we go. Uh, Luke, yeah. Jody, see what's up. See, see what you guys free. are doing. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised how many people want to see me and Jody at these <laughs> there things. It'll be huge. <laughs>
There we go. I'm just going to sit in the corner and... That's yeah. what I do. I just sit there. in the corner and hide. We'll find a corner even further <laughs> yeah. away than you and then Tori. We'll yeah. just be sitting there watching. I wave I wave to Kurt from the corner. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donor. Thanks a lot. All man. right. Thanks, guys.